What's going on, dude? <laughs> Not too much. <laughs> Sorry, I, uh, had, to, had, to, had to break you up a little bit there. Yeah, you had to. Yeah, dude, it was good. It was good. Um, so we've been, uh, I mean, we're right in the thick of football season. We are counting down the days until the the premier matchup of this weekend, which is Philadelphia Eagles at home versus the San Francisco 49ers. And, um, man, it's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah, yeah. And we're coming off of two strong wins, uh, KC and Buffalo. I don't know that, you know, um, a lot of people, including ourselves, were, were expecting a clean sweep of both of those teams. Um, so that was uh, certainly nice to see. Uh, rematch of the NFC Championship of last year. There's already smack talking going on. And uh, I like it. It'll be yeah. fun. Um, so, I mean, now granted, and I'm not trying to make excuses, but if you look at the last four weeks, we had Dallas by week chiefs and, uh, the bills going in this game banged up. That's, that's the truth. But much like we told our friends from San Francisco injuries happen, it's football. How you overcome those injuries and how you game plan and what adjustments your coaching staff makes in game and and everything else, so we're we're gonna see whoever wins yeah. this game. You know, has and here's the, until the next time they meet. Yeah, and it, this is the uh, put up or shut up time because last time we were dealing with uh, essentially Josh Johnson, and um, you know there just wasn't a whole lot of uh, QBing going on for them. So, uh, you know, this is uh, this this is this is their time to uh, shine. You know, let them yeah. let them see what they can prove and. Uh, I don't know. I kind of feel about the same way that Chiefs and Bills. I just don't know. Um, you know, they're on fire, but you know what? So we're every other team that we just beat. So Exactly. I, my gut tells me I don't give a shit what – it makes me happy that Vegas is saying that the Niners are the favorites in this game. Let's go. Yeah. We play better as the underdog anyway. Yep, exactly. So. Exactly. What we're doing on this show, though, is not we're not here to, to, you know, get everybody fired up for the Niners game. If you're already not fired up and you're an Eagles fan, then then you need to go get your pulse checked to make sure that you're, you know, not a, um, you know, not dead. <laughs> um, so, what we are going to do is go over. Um, I sent a little document over to Tom. And I worked alone myself. And we took a full 53-man roster, a coaching staff, not the whole coaching staff, but just a, a simulated coaching staff. And we did our own little practice squad, not following the real practice squad rules because, um, you know, they're – who gives a shit? Uh, it's going to – which the practice squad is going to work as our honorable mentions. And we didn't really put a limit on that one. Um, you know, it is what it is. But what we're going to do is just run through our full 53-man roster, the coaching staff, the, the honorable mentions, slash practice squad. We'll throw them in as we do the position groups, and uh, we'll see if we can have some fun. So, Yeah, this, is, like, wanted, uh, uh, yeah, this, is, yeah, this is our all-time Eagles team. Uh, so at one point or another, these players either played or are playing uh, for the Eagles. It doesn't matter how long they could have played a season. They could have played – 10 seasons. Um, so what position do you want to start with? Do you want to go up the top and go down? Yeah, let's just let's start with quarterback. We'll start with the offense and work our way through the defense and special teams. All right. Uh, QBs, I went this way. Um, I went Jalen. Um, I went Randall Cunningham. And I went Nick Foles. 
Okay. Um, and, and, and mainly because in our lifetime, the only quarterback I know to win a Super Bowl is Nick Foles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. So now we are going to have a couple differences because we did. Um, if there were positions that we didn't feel we really were bringing in the cream of the crop, or or we weren't really happy necessarily with the the depth at the position, um, we could kind of switch it up. So we are going to have a little bit of difference. Now that being said, my quarterbacks are as follows: Jalen Hurts, Randall Cunningham, <laughs> Nick Foles, <laughs> and. Donovan McNabb. Yeah, I, uh, I, it's funny. I had him in initially down and I was like, nope, crossed him right out, put Nick Foles, and then totally forgot to even put Donovan back in my honorable mentions. That was just my fault. Had him down and I raced him and then was like, nope, got to put Nick. I mean, and there's, there's quarterbacks that played for the slinging Sammy Ball, Norm Van Brocklin, you know, Sonny Jurgensen. There's other quarterbacks that have played that have been all time greats during the Hall of Fame. But we kind of tended to lean, for the most part, towards players that we've actually seen play. Yeah, and we're yeah. so we're talking basically, you know, mid '80s on to current times. And yeah, the same thing. As we go to these positions, I put a couple players that I just know through maybe a little bit of film, a lot of reading, just knowing the history, and um, kind of went that way. Yeah, because you, you know, like you said, you could have easily slotted in a lot of other uh, quarterbacks there that were excellent. Um, but, um, yeah, I just, I, I couldn't obviously not lead off with Jalen. Um, and I don't know that it's just because of, uh, where we're at today. Um, but it's like, we have a proven winner, our franchise player. And, uh, I mean, you know, he is the Eagles right now. So yeah, the team is, has definitely taken on his personality, which, which is the best thing that they could do because dude is just, you know, we talk a lot about, um, um, uh, what is it, Ranger Suarez, and how he's just a killer. He's got ice, ice water in his veins. And Jalen is the same. He's unflappable. It doesn't matter what happens. If Jalen Hurts gets the opportunity to take the ball, yeah, you know what, Jalen Hurts, he had that fumble in the Super Bowl, and, and it did cost the Eagles. But at the end of the day, he still had one of the greatest games for a quarterback in Super Bowl history, set multiple records. and. Some quarterbacks aren't going to do that. They're going to make that mistake, and then they're going to start making other mistakes because they're going to start focusing on the mistakes they made, and it's going to snowball. And that's not how you win games. Hertz is going. I, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to jinx him. I don't want to curse him. But looking at what he, the body of evidence that he's put together so far, he is. Pro, he is on pace to go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks in that, in in Eagles history. Yeah, uh, and, and to to hit my my practice squad slash honorable mention, I threw Mike Vick in. Um, Did you? Okay, just because of how exciting he was to watch play. Um, granted, he was God. He was not good at times in his Eagles tenure. Um, there were times when I was actively campaigning to bench him for, and it didn't matter if it was Matt Barkley or or. You know, whoever was sitting on the bench behind him, Mark uh, um, Mark Sanchez, Nick Foles at one time, uh, there were times when I needed him out of the game. But, God, if you could figure out if, – if the Wildcat was ever going to be a viable option in the NFL, can you imagine having Jalen Hurts and Mike Vick both lining up behind the Oh, Saturday? I know. It would have been insane. Yeah. 
So. Absolutely insane. No, yeah, I, uh, you know, if I if I practice squatted anybody that's not on my list, it would have been Donovan. Um, you know, but unfortunately, I just was too forgetful to even add him. So, oops. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go on to uh, let's go on to running back here. Yeah, why don't you go first here since I did the quarterbacks first? All right, so my uh, my the four that were on the fifty three are Deuce Staley, Lashawn McCoy, Wilbert Montgomery. And Brian Westbrook. Nice. And my my honorable mention practice squad is going to be Darren Sproles and fullback John Ritchie. Nice. Okay, so I, I will say this. Uh, we cross on two of them, uh, Brian Westbrook uh, and LaShawn McCoy. And then on uh, actually, I also have Darren Sproles on my uh, honorable mentions as well. Um, I should have it over Montgomery, but I, for whatever reason, just completely didn't think about him. <laughs> No, that's that's awesome. Yeah, man. No, I John Rich, I forgot about how good he was too. Yeah. And he As wasn't with us for a long time, but he was with us for enough time to make an impact on me. Yeah, yeah. No, you're and right. Plus, watching him with the with the Raiders and stuff. And I know this is an Eagles, you know, list, obviously, but we took like you said, they did they just had to play a down for the Eagles. And they could be on this list. So yeah, so no, I had Shady as well, uh, Brian Westbrook, and I went in a different direction because again, I went with um, people that spoke to me. Uh, so I went with Keith Byers, okay, and DeAndre Swift, and um, okay, and 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 the only reason why is to see how electric Swift has been in such a short time with the Eagles, um, and it's again very bursty. I get it. It's not like he's the best running back on the planet and certainly probably not even in conversation of being a top 10 running back of all time for the Eagles. Cause there's other players that we could have easily slot in there. Ricky waters, um, different and different, you know, players that you could have at least give more credence to due to longer tenure, um, rather than a handful of games in one season. Right. Um, I'm not saying that waters would any, you know, one better than Swift or the, I'm just saying, I'm just giving different players out right. there. Um, but I'm also not going to be like, well, you know what? Heath Sherman spoke to me, not doing that. Um, Keith Byers does. And Keith Byers was a stud, um, you know, for I'm, purposes of looking I, at, I, gotta, I almost added him as well. Yeah. And I'm, I'm saying this, this uh, statistically, not like, you know, off the charts, uh, but the guy was, you know, he was just, I don't know, he's a pounder, man. I mean, like he, yeah. he, uh, he, to me, he was more of the blocker, uh, statistically maybe wasn't there. Uh, you know, I think he didn't make his first pro bowl until he was off the Eagles. Um, but you know, uh, never broke a thousand yards, but I mean, I just, I don't know. He's a bruiser. I mean, and he, he just, was a hybrid too, where he played, he played almost a tight end position. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, he's tight end, fullback, you know, whatever you want to call it. But he did, you know, he right. he routinely turned up four or five hundred yards. Yeah. You know, it wasn't and like he was. A and I think because of when we grew up and playing so much Tecmo Super Bowl. Tecmo, yep, yep. yep. Uh, he he's an eagle that I almost put him on my list. And actually, as you as you were talking, it made me think. You know who my first Eagle jersey was? And I just added him to my pro my practice squad slash honorable mention. Charlie Garner. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that him. That was my Actually, first Eagles jersey. 
There's another running back that we both forgot about too. Yeah. Herschel Walker. Uh, so and again, I'm not going off of his Eagles tenure, but if you look yeah. at his oh, yeah, yeah. look at his yeah. other work, and I have a couple players that are like that. I fully thought about him. So so I fully thought about him and I fully thought about Ricky Waters. And Herschel, I left off for two reasons. Number one is Eagles tenure. I think it was one season, which not a big deal, but it was one season. It wasn't a great season. The other reason is because he was a cowboy. Yeah, he did. He played two seasons for the Eagles. They were under underwhelming. They were um, under 1,000 yards. But, yeah, exactly. He had his time to shine with the Cowboys, including the 1988 season where he went for over 2,000 yards combined. Um, so, yeah. This <laughs> for me. Ricky Waters, I wanted to put on the list because I remember just loving when Ricky Waters and Charlie Garner were in the backfield. Mm -hmm. But I can't put a team or I can't put a player on my all-time Eagles team who once said for who, for what, when asked why he didn't try to catch a football in a game. Yeah. In an Eagles uniform. Yeah. I can't do that. Um, and I know I'm going to sound hypocritical, hypocritical a little bit once we get to the wide receiver position, but dude, I just can't, I couldn't put him on the, on the team. Couldn't do it. Um, yeah, no, I, I, and it's funny. It's like, I figured this, this would happen where we would talk about other players that just kind of poke pop in your head too. Uh, but let's go to those wide receivers and see, I'll go through mine. Um, I actually left it with. Uh, the the number that you sent me, which I believe is six. Mm -hmm. One, two, three, four. Yeah, sorry. And then um, the only um, honorable mention, I'll do that one first. My honorable mention receiver I have on there is Devontae. Um, okay. And just because I really like really liked his body of work, these these this first this first you know you know his the start to his career yeah. basically, and uh, the, these first two and plus seasons have been just phenomenal for him. Uh, to me, anyway, uh, yeah. now especially being side by side AJ Brown here in the last you know season plus. Um, but my my six that I went with, I went with uh, To, okay, uh, AJ Brown, okay, uh, Mike Quick, okay, Deshaun Jackson, all right, Harold Car uh, Harold Carmichael, okay, and then I have to throw Tecmo in there, so I get Freddie Barnett. <laughs> all right, all right. So now we we hit if you count. My honorable mention practice squad. We have every single player. Really? Okay. Where I made the difference is my honorable mention slash practice squad. I put Tommy McDonald. Mm, okay. And Fred Barnett. And then for my my six rostered wide receivers, I've got Harold Carmichael, T.O., A.J. Brown, Deshaun Jackson, Mike Quick, and Devontae Smith. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I could have easily thrown Devontae instead of Fred Barnett, but I had to try to include yeah, something I, different, a different error. <laughs> yeah. And and I'll remember, I'll always remember Fred Barnett, you know, besides the um besides the the Tecmo Super Bowl aspect of it. The the playoff game against the Saints in the Superdome, the year that Jerome Brown died. Mm, yeah. And between him and Calvin Williams, they had some outstanding catches and and leading the Eagles to victory over the Saints. Um, that was a fantastic game that 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 will always stick in my memory. 
Um, and I believe we have a, an episode coming up about Fantastic Eagles games as well. So just a little teaser there. Um, so you can hear more about that. Tune in, kids. That's yeah. all foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah. No, I uh, I absolutely love um, love those uh, the, or that position because there's so many quality guys that have played that for the Eagles over the years. And a couple of these guys are were you know were you know like To. Right. He was in and out, and you're talking about former cowboy, like you just said, sound hypocritical. Former Niner, like mm-hmm. the guy made his rounds, and um, then you look at a player like Deshaun, who was not an Eagle his entire career, but to me, played his best football in Philadelphia. Right, and as a matter of fact, not only did, well, not only did he play his best games as an Eagle, he killed the Eagles every time he played them. Exactly. Yeah. He's he's officially retiring as an eagle, eagle. Yep. this Sunday against the 49ers, yep. and he's going to be an honorary captain. Fifteen years in the in the game, and uh, good for him. And he was a guy not to you know because I'm no kind of draft genius or anything, but coming out of college, he was somebody that during the draft I was like, I really want this guy. I really want this guy. I really want this guy. And I got my wish, and I looked smart as hell that day. Well, later when people saw that I was right. Um, but, you know, uh, I digress. So um, let's move on to... Yeah, uh, let's do the tight ends, right? Yeah. All right. So I had... I kept three, and I had um, one on honorable mention. So I'll go with my honorable mention practice squad guy. That's going to be Brent Selleck. Okay. All right. Okay. And then the three on my active roster are Zach Ertz, Keith Jackson, and Chad Lewis. And I, I honestly, I could have thrown Dallas Goddard in the on the practice squad, but you know, I, I didn't want to have too much recency bias. Right, right. No, and I, I did. I threw him on my practice squad, and I actually had Brent Selleck in as a starter, um, and went Keith Jackson, Zach Ertz. Um, did not think of Chad Lewis for whatever reason, um, but uh, no, Goddard arm was just left off completely. Um, but it was like, you know what? He's he's been solid enough. Um, and I'm 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 almost basing that off of last year and prior because mm-hmm. this year there really hasn't been a lot, right? Um, particularly with getting hurt and being out these last couple of games. So, um, but uh, no, I, I mean, you, you, I mean Keith Jackson and Zach Ertz. I don't know that you can. I mean, they got to be one two. Yeah. I mean, Keith Jackson was a stud, and uh, Zach Ertz obviously played his best ball in Philly, um, won the ring. Um, you know, I mean, look, it was time they had to uh, move on um, and uh, got shipped to Arizona. And really, I mean, just, I don't know, kind of he's bad hand. Good, but he's had some injury issues. Right, right. In bad hand. I mean, look at what you're kind of dealing with in their QB situation and what you're having to it's just, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Are All you right. a fucking PBR? I am. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Fair enough. Um, I tried my hardest here to stick with linemen that were lined up in the spot, but then I got stuck on some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really did. I tried so hard and then realized how difficult that really was. So I may have a couple of out of position, or you do have players that um, ended up playing so long that they en- actually ended up switching positions over time. Yes. And then you have two-way players, too. Um, 
you know, not many of them, but there's there was a couple in history that did that. So no, I know exactly where you're going with this one. Yeah, yeah. But let's just talk about these. Um, do you just want to do all the tackles? Let's, that yeah, way? let's do all the tackles, then we'll go guards, then we'll go centers. Or we can even just do – let's just do our offensive line. Just do the line, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just do the line. Yeah, so um, so I went with the, some obvious ones, you know, Jason Kelsey um, and Hank Fraley. Uh, I mean, why? You know, I just don't know where else you'd go with the center now. I guess that was the one where I thought, well – you could go with Concrete Charlie, but I went the other way. To me, he's more defensive, but he played offensive line too. So, um, okay. But I went with uh, Trey Thomas, Jason Peters. I actually threw Landon Dickerson in there. Uh, Brandon Brooks, Jermaine Mayberry, Lane Johnson, uh, John Runyon. But the one I thought was kind of odd, um, I threw in Guy McIntyre. <laughs> oh. Because he played, I believe it was his last – Close last season in football or close to it with the Eagles. So I was like, you know what? That dude is an all pro Hall of Famer. I you got it. I mean, come on. I know he's not known as an Eagle, but he all played right. with the Eagles. So I cheated a little bit. Now, honorable mentions, I don't believe I have any linemen. Let me look. Uh Jordan Mylotta. Okay, I do have one. Okay. In my list. Um that's he's the only one that though that I have on my Offensive lineman list. That's uh, yeah, that, and that makes sense. I um, so I dude, I struggled with him. I really wanted. You know what? Fuck it. He's on my. He's on my practice squad. I'm breaking the rules. I don't give a shit. Yeah, just, just throw him on there. He's on my practice squad. So my practice squad is Jordan Malata and Sean Andrews. Nice. And Sean Andrews. If he could have figured out the and so I'm kind of biased with Sean Andrews because he and I I don't want to say we were we were like he has no idea who the fuck I am, but he and I used to go back and forth talking friendly like on Twitter back in the really? early days of Twitter. Yeah, for years. He and I would go not direct messages, but like messaging each other. Right, right. And we would talk about stuff. And he seemed like a really good dude. He was an awesome Eagle. I really wish that he would have been able to get the mental health aspect down because that's what ended up being an issue for him. Was right. He was suffering from depression and anxiety and stuff. And eventually, you know, it, it took us, took a toll on him to the point where he couldn't play in the NFL anymore. I was always rooting for him. I was always hoping that, that he would figure it out. He didn't, but he did what he needed to do to keep himself with it. And to keep himself here, and so for for me, I never hated on him. I was always, you know, I was always supportive of him. Even though there were a lot of Eagles fans and and people in the media that were like, "Oh, he's soft. He's this. He's no man. No, it's not the case." But anyway, so Sean Andrews is on my my uh, honorable mention practice squad. Him and Jordan Malata. Uh, Malata is just what more? What can't he do? Yeah, is my question. What I want to see, I want to see if we had a, another tackle that we could throw in. I would want to see him in the backfield. If they outlaw the brotherly shove, the next thing we do is give the ball to Jordan Malata. Yeah, yeah. So, no, and I, 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 dude, I, I actually was like, you know what? If it wasn't for players like uh, Lane Johnson and, and Jason Peters and some of these other guys, I would have easily just thrown him right at my starters. Yeah, 
know. I mean, but these other there's a couple other guys that to me more of a, a more of a track record and that were kind of more more willing of uh, a start, if you will. Yeah. So I went for my main roster. I went left tackle Trey Thomas and Jason Peters. Left guard, I went Landon Dickerson. Center, I went Jason Kelsey and Chuck Bednarik. Because I, I wanted to put Bednarik on the roster somewhere. And this allows me to have him on the roster. So if we need to throw him a linebacker, we can. There you go. Yeah, see, I have one linebacker. So that, there you go. <laughs> okay. And then uh, for right guard, I had Brandon Brooks and Jermaine Mayberry. And right tackle, Lane Johnson and John Rugby. Oh, yeah, so we almost matched perfectly there. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't uh, – we were very, very close there. Yeah, the guy McIntyre was one because I had an open hole and was like, I just want to slot somebody in that I know was awesome. And then I started looking around and I was like, that's right, he was an eagle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that that completes our offense. Yes, yes, offensive line's done there. Do you want to do um, just defensive line, so ends and tackles? Yeah, 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 I can do that. So my the only um, honorable mention slash practice squad I had for the defense overall was William Perry. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot all about him. Damn it. That's yeah. a great one. <laughs> all right. So um, I had man. three right ends. I had Reggie White, William Fuller, and Brandon Graham. Mm. Uh, defensive tackle, I had Jerome Brown, Andy Harmon, Fletcher Cox, and Jalen Carter. Which I may be jumping the gun a little bit on. No, I'm, I, you know, here's the funny thing. I have him too. He was uh, he was the last one I wrote in. I was like, I have to. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it, it's it's trending that way. Yeah. All right. And then for my left ends, I had Clyde Simmons, Hugh Douglas, and Trent Cole. Yeah, do we match a lot on here? I just I'll just run through because we just had I'll set a lot of similar names: uh, Brandon Graham, Clyde Simmons, Hugh Douglas, Jerome Brown, Fletcher Cox. I do. Th I did throw Corey Simon in there. Okay. Well, I, I um, debated him. I debated uh, Jalen Carter, as you mentioned, Reggie White, Trent Cole, and I, another. Here's the other one I did: Richard Dent. <laughs> no, that's but that's good. He played well for us. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was at the, he, again. He was at the, at the end of his career, right? But he he made an impact on the defense, and, and I don't uh, know whether that says more about how bad our defense was at that time. Right. Right. But you want to yeah. talk about an absolute bruiser? Yeah. Um, between and I, he was like my William Perry, I guess. Like, I just forgot about the fridge. I was like, ooh, but Richard Dent, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, dude, I was, I was very close to, um, there, there was, oh, fuck, who was it that I was, there's somebody that I was really close to put, oh, Corey Simon I was really close to putting him on there. I was really close to putting Javon Hargrave on there. Yeah, um, I thought about him too and was like, ah, man, and yeah. No, and I, I really didn't do any defensive honorable mentions, really. Um, you know, I stuck mine mostly, uh, actually, offensively for the most part. And I do have a couple special teams. But, um, yeah, it's just, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I it, it's that's a tough one. But, yeah, again, we matched most of that, so it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, linebackers. Now, this is where I did concrete trail. I did Chuck Bednarik. I threw him at linebacker. Uh, some of the other ones at linebackers, though, that I that I went on, though, I mean, obviously, Byron Evans, Jeremiah Trotter, Seth Joyner, uh, William Thomas, and I went Michael Kendricks because I just really couldn't figure out who else I wanted. And so I was like, let me think of somebody that I really recently liked, but, you know, that was hell of a player for us. Um, and uh, I just, you know, obviously no one currently really speaks to me. Um, and I think, obviously, that's a 
that's a struggle right now as it is. But uh, so did, uh, I would imagine we matched on quite a bit of that. So yeah, you know who we forgot a defensive end, Javon Curse. Oh, uh, well, you know what, dude? I thought about him. Actually, when we first sent this, he was like one of the first people I thought about and just went right over my head. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm looking at this. I'm like, oh, shit, Javon Curse. All right, so I went my right my right outside linebackers because I'm playing this like it's a 4-3 defense. Okay. So uh, even though we don't – I don't think it – there's very few teams that use a base 4-3 anymore. But I went uh, – my right, right outside linebackers are Bill Berge and Seth Joyner. Uh, my middle linebackers are Byron Evans and Jeremiah Trotter. And my left outside linebackers are William Thomas and Hassan Reddick. Yeah, I wanted Reddick in there so badly, and that's where I made the switch. I had Reddick in initially, and that's when I swapped out and put Chuck. So, And I just didn't even think about putting Reddick on my honorable mentions at that point. Yeah. So he got the shaft, much like uh, Donovan McNabb did. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, and Hassan Rack is a dude that I've wanted. I wanted him when he was in the draft, coming out of Temple. I was like, dude, this is perfect. This is perfect. You get this this rusher from the from Temple. He doesn't even have to move. He's from Camden. He grew up an Eagles fan. What better story do you have? And then the Cardinals got him. Yeah. So, but he ended up here anyway. And uh, thank you, Howie, for that because. You know, he needed to be an eagle. Well, oh, yeah. And, man, talk about just an impact player. I love seeing him week in, week out. I mean, it's just – it's awesome. It really is. And, you know, we, we do need to we, – we need to give Brandon Graham his flowers too because he was – um, you know, we, we kind of skimmed over him. But yeah, we just said his – yeah, we kind of just said his name. <laughs> yeah. So, Brandon Graham, as a defensive end, now the longest tenured eagle ever, 189 games. He broke uh, David Akers' record. And really, is there more deserving player of that honor than Brandon Graham? Yeah, no, I agree completely. And uh, we did, we kind of did the same thing to Fletcher Cox that we just kind of said his name. <laughs> so, well, and Kelsey, too. I mean, yeah, yeah, we just kind of said, but I mean, it's in, it, our play, in our praise of, of Kelsey in past episodes. Yeah. But, dude, Fletch, amazing that he's kept up as long as he has. Um, Brandon Graham came in and, and had a, had a rough go, like was, you know, was got that dreaded first round bust label. And all he did after that was he got hurt and missed the season after he, he looked like he was starting to come on and then boy, he just, he worked his ass off and he came back and he just continued to work and continued to work and continued to improve and continued to improve. And it's incredible, man. He 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 is the definition of the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I, and, I'm so glad that that they stuck with him. And you look up any of these other lists because I, you know, looked around because I was curious to see what people had, and you know, Fletcher Cox and and, and Brandon Graham typically show up or start showing showing up on all time best player lists for the Eagles starting post Super Bowl wins. So you're talking five years ago now, and look look who's still playing. Right, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox. So, if they're showing up then five years ago, at best of all time, there's something special. So, right. all right, let's go on to our defensive backs here, and we'll, we'll start with the corners. Um, yeah, go for it. All right, so I've got Eric Allen, no surprise there, Lito Shepard, 
Bobby Taylor, Troy Vincent, and Big Play Slay. Okay, the only difference I have is I went with Sante Samuel. Um, uh, dude, I considered him. I really yeah. did. I went with him ahead of Slay. Slay should be on my practice squad or should have been in place of Samuel. That was the only difference I had. So, Yeah, yeah I mean, and dude, strong case for Samuel. All the dude did was pick passes off. Yeah, and that, that, that it just, you know, um, it was hard to, like, look past that. But Slay, obviously, is, you know, certainly in that same conversation. Um, but Eric Allen, I mean, come on. <laughs> and look, man, we, we've spoke that into existence where hopefully he's getting into the hall this year. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, and I remember uh, him and uh, Reggie White when I was a kid coming to uh, coming to coming to Lambs Road and, and doing uh, doing some speeches and stuff. Well, heck, I mean, Reggie White's kids went to the same school I did. I did so. But Eric Allen was just the guy that came along with him. <laughs> Dude, I had a lot on mine. Those were my two favorite Eagles growing up. <laughs> and I, I sat there as like 10 years old. I remember walking down the stairs and Reggie White walking past me and was like, well, that's a big guy. He was walking right by him like it was, you know. <laughs> that's normal. That's just yeah. a Tuesday. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, uh, safety's here. So we, we kind of had a mixture of obviously strong safety, free safety. But uh, – um, I mean, come on. How do you how do you not have yeah, how do you not have Brian Dawkins in there? Right. Um, I mean can he just be the only safety? <laughs> Dude, if we could clone him, but but like we said before, I mean he's he couldn't play now. No. Not the same way he played. And that's not indictment of him. It's just the rules have changed. He's he's still the best, in my opinion, the best safety that's ever played the game. And I that that's regardless of team, era, anything. He is the best safety. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously he's in there. And I also went with Andre Waters, Malcolm Jenkins, and Wes Hopkins. We've got the same four players. Yeah. I didn't, I really didn't think we were going to differ there. Yeah. That was, that's kind of, I, I feel like that's it, you know, like for, for the safeties that have played for this team. There's been some good ones. I mean, you got Kirk Coleman, you've got uh, Michael Zordich, you know, there's been a history of good safety play, but, but by and large, when you, think Philadelphia Eagles and you think of safeties. I mean, even Rodney McLeod. Rodney McLeod was outstanding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. But your standard bears are Andre Waters, Wes Hopkins, Brian Dawkins, and um, Malcolm Jenkins. And, and yeah. that's, you know, it's kind of yeah. hard hard to beat. Now, this is probably where we might differ, though, kicker and punter. <laughs> I have a feeling I know who you put for punter. I think you put Sean Landetta. No, he's on my, he's on my honorable mentions, though. Oh. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, I just can't. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll steal that one. You can't go past Donnie Jones. Unless you did. I did. Cool. I went uh, Cameron Johnson. Nice. Okay. Okay. But Donnie Jones, a good, hell of a punter. Hell yeah. Of a punter. I, I, actually, I, I, I think that was the one I looked at statistically, like completely, maybe. Um, but actually, the one I really wanted there, just because it made the most sense, was Jeff Fiegels. He has Eagles in his name. <laughs> I, that's that was the other pick that I thought you might make because because of the Tecmo connection. Yeah, I figured it would be a, a punter that that played in Tecmo Bowl time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but all right, who who did you go with with kicker? I went with uh, Jake Elliott, man. I mean. Okay. How do you not have Jake Elliott in there? <laughs> yeah, I, I went with Jake the make as well. Um, I did my final practice squad player is David Akers. Yeah, I have him in there too. 
And uh, I mean, look, a lot. I think Acres got a lot of undue crap, but man, he was solid for so long. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he deserves every bit of it. And if Jake Elliott didn't exist, David Acres would be the kicker, in my yeah. opinion. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. For this and uh, then 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 I could say Roger Ruzak would be number two. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> Roger Ruzak, former Cowboy. Uh, yeah. Um, all right, so coaching, and, and I'll let you do this one because I just did kind of the head coach. I did an assistant head coach, but I kind of cheated and used another head coach. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah you yeah. know, yeah, because, I mean, there really isn't such a thing uh, other than, like, then you have – I did the OC and DC as well, and that's kind of where I stopped. Okay. So now this one was really hard. But as great as Andy Reid is – there's only one coach so far that's won a Super Bowl, Doug Peterson. Yep. So I've got Doug Peterson as my head coach. I've got Nick Sirianni as my assistant head coach. I've got Shane Steichen as my offensive coordinator. Jim Johnson as my defensive coordinator. And I could not make an all-time Eagles list and include coaches and not throw Jeff Stoutland in there as the offensive line coach. Yeah, I know you had said that through text. Um, that was the, kind of the, the, the one that uh, you threw at me, and I was I figured he was coming. Yeah, no, you're right uh, on, on Statlin. Um, now, you have to have Dougie P in there, right? I mean, come on. I, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe this year Nick overtakes him and wins the Super Bowl, and then at that point I do, I do prefer Nick Sirianni. Right. But yeah. – I like Doug. I don't have anything against Doug. And he won us a Super Bowl. So right. as far as I'm concerned, that makes him the better, you know, the best coach we have. Right. And that's why I went Frank Reich offensive coordinator, because mm-hmm. in that same frame, um, Jim Johnson defensive coordinator. Um, now I actually have my assistant head coach is Doug Peterson. I have Andy Reid on my honorable mentions. So you have Nick Sirianni as your head oh, coach. Oh no, I don't. Buddy Ryan? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I thought Buddy, I, I thought about putting Buddy on my roster or on my my coaching staff somewhere, but I was afraid he'd get into an argument and punch one of them one of the other ones out. I think it'd be awesome. Remember when he got into a fight with Jeff Fisher? Yeah, I think it'd be awesome. I mean yeah. I, I uh, did uh, dude Buddy They would win come. every game like seven to nothing, but uh I mean that would be awesome. <laughs> You want to need you want to need Jalen or Randall or any of those guys. You could just throw you or me out there, Fucking and he'd still buddy. win. <laughs> Fucking buddy, no, because Buddy and Jim Johnson would get into it. I yeah, think Buddy I and Jim Johnson would because Buddy would want to control his defense. Yeah, and Jim Johnson would be like, "Yo, short round, calm down." <laughs> short round. So I, I don't see that. That would be a very volatile combination. But but no, man, I, I, I thought about Buddy. Uh, but I just, I couldn't. I, I love the bravado. I love, if you ever go back and watch on YouTube, there's clips of him and Jerry Jones, or Jerry, um, Jimmy Johnson going back and forth on, like, between games and stuff through the media. And it's hilarious. And it, it, it's just... Buddy was something else. Buddy was a lot of things. Very controversial. Um, 
maybe not exactly a, a paragon of um, anything. Yeah. I no. from defense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> defense and racism, maybe. That was what he was yeah. most known for. Uh, but, you know, he uh, he's a hell of a defensive coach, man. Yeah. And, look, I think we would be remiss here as a few players I'm just going to throw out there that we did not discuss at all and just kind of get your take. Um, Ron Jaworski. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jaws was a good quarterback, but looking at the history, you know, and, and like I said, there, there's quarterbacks that are, in the, that are in the Hall of Fame that we didn't mention. Jaws is good. He was good, but I, I wouldn't put him necessarily on an all time list. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm, um, uh, I'm going to throw some names at you and the, and these are just names that we missed. And this is basically the football equivalent of war. Uh, so they, they give an approximate value um, rating and to put that into terms on this list, again, this is a, this is a yard barker article. I know I'm just kind of throwing this at you uh, yeah, that's cool. without, without a thing, but uh, Reggie white would be the greatest Eagle of all time based on approximate value. Uh, and his his numbers one twenty nine. So that's that's your reference. Ron Jaworski is apparently number seven at uh, really? yeah one hundred two. Uh, he is just ahead of Harold Carmichael at one hundred one, who we did talk about. Um, and I'll I'll run through the names if you want, and then just to kind of see where they fall. Yeah. Uh, and to see, you know, I can't say that I'm in agreement with how this is this works, but I imagine this this seems to work more off of seasons played. Uh, so Donovan McNabb is two, Brian Dawkins is three, Jason Kelsey is four, Fletcher Cox, Randall Cunningham, Jaworski at seven, Aaron Carmichael, Jason Peters at nine, the top ten, Trey Thomas is number ten, uh, Troy Vincent, Lane Johnson at twelve, and then Randy Logan at thirteen, um, uh, Eric Allen at fourteen, Trent Cole, Wilmer Montgomery, uh, Jerry Sizemore, Seth Joyner, John Runyon, Clyde Simmons, Brian Westbrook, William Thomas, Bill Berge, uh, you talked about Timmy Brown, and Guy Morris, two S's. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's a few handful of names in there that we didn't discuss, but most of most of those we hit. Yeah. Um, and the ones that, to me, if you look at that approximate value, that are really surprising are uh, Donovan being as high as he is, but did have a lot of winning there, so... Uh, that does make sense, yeah. you know, but I'm, I'm be, I'll be honest. Uh, I'm unfamiliar with that metric, but it looks very akin to what the wins above replacement is for baseball. So hmm. interesting. Yeah. I'd have to, uh, yeah, I'd like to look through that and then, uh, but, yeah. I mean, that's, that's interesting. I just, I don't know, man. I, I look again, Jaws is the one that took us to our first Super Bowl, and it wasn't his fault that we lost. Um, yeah, he's he was an all time great Eagles quarterback. But if I'm building a team, and granted, I'm looking at the NFL now, I guess, more than the NFL eras of the past. So, like I said, you know, Doc wouldn't wouldn't be as effective, um, because of the way he played the game. And again, not an indictment on him, it's just how the game is now, yeah. Um, the game's kind of changed. You know, Chad Lewis wouldn't be – Chad Lewis would be our Jack Stoll, essentially. A good right. blocking – you know, a good blocking tight end, 
but could also catch the ball. Um, so, you know, it's it's tough to say. And, and that's the biggest thing. That's the biggest difference. You know, like Bill Berge played more of the, almost more of a modern role. And that's what allowed him to be, to elevate his game above a lot of his contemporaries was because he was playing that hybrid role of the linebacker that can play well in coverage and intercept passes, but also still get home when he needs to and make, you know, thunderous tackles. Same thing with Seth Joyner. The reason that they were so good and pretty much all of our linebacking core that, that we've had that has excelled over the past, they were able to do more of the athletic play that, maybe some of your other linebackers weren't able to do. They were bigger guys. They were, they were a little bit slower, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. Seth Joyner could hit like a motherfucker. Oh yeah. So, you know. Yeah. No, this was, this was fun, man. Um, you know what we forgot about though? Who? Rich Cotite. 